Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. This <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. Here we go again, against the odds, it is another version of Peculiar Podcast. And that was the voice of uh, Edie Gourmet. Yeah. yeah. Who just uh, shuffled off this coil of mortalness. Yeah, 84 yeah. years old, passed away. Um, well. How old do you think you would, are going to make it? I can't see myself. I'm at, every day surprised. Yeah, I am too. I, I just don't see myself making it to 84. You're kidding. You're healthy and robust well, and you don't have a... But I could go at any minute. You don't have a whole lot of bad habits, but uh, really, yeah. I see you as one of those people that are going to be sticking around. You're going to be that. That's how old you're going to get. So? That's well, what you're going to sound like. Yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I learned how to do my old man from you. What? There must be some 84-year-old guy that sounds like... Hello, young lady. How are you? I mean, they don't all inevitably have to, but you can hear, you can hear, tone diminish uh, as you get older. Yes, and uh, yeah, uh, my uncle, resonant. My uncle is a hundred, uh, who just passed away. Well, I'll I'll tell you a little bit more about him. But I first of all wanted to say to you, I'm I definitely so- am not making it to a hundred. I'm so. I just wanted to say I was sorry for being so late today. Oh, not a, not a for problem. the for the taping. No, I was late. I like, got over it in half an hour. Well, yeah. yeah, I. It took me. Normally, the drive from my home to your home, <clears throat> because I live in the poor part of North Seattle. You live in the Tony part of. You're from the poor side of town? The poor side of town. How can you tell me how much you miss me? When the last time I saw you, you wouldn't even kiss me. That rich guy you've been seeing must have put you down. So welcome back, baby, to the post side of town. So it takes me about, oh, 40 minutes to cross over into the Tony section of where the Cashman Homestead is. And the, the traffic construction today, which, boy, 
I was getting madder and mad. Why do we get so mad when we're sitting in that traffic well, construction? Well, you feel you're, you feel like uh, if I do make it to 84, I'm going to have spent a long, <laughs> a, a long period yeah. of that life sitting like this. That's the thing. I feel time ticking away, and I didn't want to be sitting in traffic, but it was bad. And the, the, to the day that we're taping this is a Sunday. It's a Sunday. And it took me uh, probably about half an hour to go a half an inch. I know. I know exactly where that happened to you. Because I drove that very same street yesterday, and I thought, well, maybe this is just, just maybe there's an accident ahead or something. But I should warn Lisa, and I, for, I forgot to, and I, I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. So but really, it's your fault that I'm late. Oh. How else would I get here, though? I, the, I only oh, no, know. Here's what you. Should. I only know one road to get here. So now my my dilemma is now that I'm here, I don't know how I'm going to get back. I I'll may sh- have to just move in with you and Patty. No, I'll show you. I'll lead you out. There's a better, and probably ultimately quicker. Well, let's see. Let me think about that. Oh yeah, there's a better way. Okay, yeah, but I can yeah. I can get out of here. Oh, absolutely. Okay, I think you thank can. Goodness, I think you can. <laughs> I think you can. But yeah, Not traffic possible. has just gotten worse. And you, uh, Patty, was telling me you guys sat in. You drove from between Seattle and Portland and spent 14 hours of that in traffic, both yeah. both yeah. ways. It's just insane. Just insane. I mean, I and it, when traffic is not moving at all. That's the part that drives you crazy. Yes. I mean, if you're at least rolling along, you think, well, okay. And, you know, you go to these, these. let's face it, they, they should have an all-traffic uh, station. I know they do on satellite, but that's hit and miss. You, do, you think an all-traffic radio station would be a, formats, a format ratings bonanza? Well, I think it would be a, a viable uh, as anything because the, there's too much traffic uh, if you can cover the greater area somehow, I don't know how you'd do this. Yeah, that's the problem is Puget Sound. and they I know only this, talk about the two they, bridges exactly. and I-5 North and South. and that, So out here where, as a where you drove today, they don't even talk about that. As a traffic reporter, I do fill in traffic, and I do it on Cairo FM and some other stations around town. They tell you that that is all yours to cover. That's it. Because they don't give you much time to do traffic. Yeah, I know. Uh, That's the point. Yeah, You get maybe 60 seconds or less. Consider that you typically have a sponsor that goes with that traffic report. That's 10 to 15 seconds. And then you have an out cue or a tagline, which sucks up, you know, five seconds or more. Yeah. And so you're basically down to about a 30-second traffic report, and Puget Sound's far too We've big. We've got a considerable backup on I-90 this afternoon. Driving in from the east side, it's going to be difficult uh, at best. Uh, Paul Tosh in the Como Air Patrol. That's that's exactly my point. And, and that lack of information, it's one thing if you're if you're sitting in a traffic wreck and you, I mean, you heard that there's a big wreck uh, ahead of you and they've closed the, well, then at least you know why. But like today, you didn't even know why you were Mm-mm. sitting there for Because so you didn't call me yesterday. I know, you should have called me. I said, <laughs> why am I sitting here? I don't know, but I'm sorry you are. And that's too uh, bad. Yeah, tra- Seattle has the eighth worst traffic in uh, the country. Did no, you know I think, that? I think we, I, I can't imagine it's worse anywhere else. No, oh, it, it is. is. Well, LA. Maybe LA's, I don't know. Yeah. This is ho- just awful. LA is, ob- is the first. Um, Honolulu, surprisingly, takes second spot. Uh, that, that does surprise me. Yes, I know. I did that with my nose. Wow, that was good. San Francisco. Really? Third place. Yeah, San Francisco sucks. Bay yeah. Area traffic sucks. I travel there all the time. 
Austin, Texas, New York. Austin, and, Texas? Well, where else is... It just says Austin. I'm assuming Texas. Yeah, yeah that's surprising. I mean, I would say... Why, do you hang out in Austin a lot? No, I would think Houston or Dallas or even San Antonio. Traffic no, no, no. In Houston, they've got like 12 lanes across. There's no backups there. Oh, really? Um, and then Bridgeport, Connecticut, hmm. ahead of us. And then we come in number eighth. Wow. Uh, number I'm eight. T- I'm telling you, it reached the point over this weekend uh, because we sat in traffic both going to Portland and coming back uh, I said to my wife that's it we're done we're moving you you can't move where are you going to move I don't know just yet. just to say it made me feel better we're moving well I'll show you traffic I'm moving to the woods yeah I, I, we <laughs> we toyed with the idea that we would just simply not have a car and live out in the woods we'd forage uh, there's a lot of blackberries right now. My wife's down picking some right now. I know. I had some of her blackberry cobbler earlier. It was I tasty. Could, I could catch certain slower animals you with my bare hands. <laughs> we could eat them. The slow ones. Yes. <laughs> I don't even know what animals are slow, like a turtle. <laughs> yeah, yeah turtle, turtle soup is supposed to be really good. And I mean, they hang out in the woods all the time. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. They oh, my God. Maybe, I don't know. I just drive, drive. I was just yelling at you. We, our remedy usually is that we will get a good green ripping book on tape yes or or we'll listen to satellite radio or something to fill the time and that makes the time go by but when you're sitting still with the the your own turmoil is more more dramatic and riveting than what's going on that you're listening to and pretty soon it just becomes an irritant i was yes i know i know (laughs) that the detective uh, just lost all members of his family from a murderous rampage by an escaped criminal but i'm stuck in this traffic so i'm going to turn that off so i can dwell in my own stew it doesn't surprise me that road rage is as common as it is i was quite shocked at how ferocious i turned in that backup today and and did you lose it today i did lose it today and there were um a couple of cars i got honked at by two people because i didn't close the four inch gap fast enough and after the second honk I did. I lost it. I rolled down my window. I, I, I'm so embarrassed. I rolled do? down my window. Oh, this is going to be good. And I turned and I put my hand out. Not to... Fl- I don't flip people. I don't do that. That doesn't co- That doesn't accomplish anything. However, what I did, I think did accomplish something. <laughs> and that was, I turned, I put my hand out and I used my hand in the go around motion. And I said, go around. Just go around me, okay? Just go around. Stop honking at me. And you could just see the people behind me. Their eyes got really big like, oh, she's she's on the edge. Because <laughs> I was on the edge. And we, don't honk. And, and Seattle takes pride. I remember when I moved here in 1991, the, I was the first thing I was told is Seattleites don't honk and they don't jaywalk. Those are our two badges of pride that we wear. Well, I don't know if we should be proud of not. Well, I guess we should. I mean, but yeah. I'm just saying yeah. those were sort of the unwritten rules, the honor, the code of honor that Seattleites adhered to, and no honking. And what? What? Why are you honking? Stop it! Knock it off! I don't honk. I well, don't honk at people. You, you. I hate it when the light changes, and because I don't do a rabbit start and leap immediately out into the intersection, assuming mm-hmm. I'm in the one in front. Then you, you get this okay, honk, honk, honk. That's what I'm your... saying. There's a difference <clears throat> between honking and a tap. You know, honk, that, and <laughs> deet, deet, you know, that little, hey, there's a little friendly version well, of the what honk. I hear, like... The difference is, is in the horn. No. You can't, you don't, your horn doesn't have different tones. Yeah, no, no, I meant the, the duration of it. A honk is I when know you, what you, mean. you know the word lay on the horn. 
that's what these people were. Here's the other thing that annoyed me while we're on it is the flagger person. There's a usually they'll have oh a, those mouth breathers. <laughs> they'll have a stop or a start. I mean, not a start, but they'll have a stop or a slow sign. Yeah. But the ones that don't, especially the um, patrol people who are out there waving traffic or putting up their hand. The, the, when they wave people through, they've got this kind of attitude like we're not doing it, we're not dry, we're not going fast enough. They're like, come on, like waving you through. <laughs> and I'm thinking, we're going, we're all just kind of going as fast as we can. And you get the feeling you're doing something wrong. So I just want to say to the wavers, be friendly, smile. And and make us feel like we're doing something right. Well, you know those people. They to to get jobs like that, they have to take a test. What kind of a test? Like like, question number one: How much is one plus one? <laughs> uh, is it three? <laughs> yes. No further questions. You're hired. <laughs> well, I don't know about their level, and I'm just saying they're just a little rude in the waving pe- the cars through. Okay. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't be, it be nicer? We've sat in the backup. We're annoyed and pissed off and hungry because I'm usually always hungry and sitting in a back. I've never. I should have planned ahead and brought food. You should have brought out the whole years. People worth of food. are honking at us. Just wave us through. And don't make it look like we're do- we're not doing it right. Why can't flaggers, those people that work for the DOT or whoever, or whoever for, it is, why can't they be like the people that are, have the arrows and the, the pizza signs, half price mattress yeah. signs? Why can't they be just <laughs> those sign spinners, smiling and dancing and hey, hey, hey? I know the traffic's crummy, but hey, life's good. We're all here, right? Sure glad I'm not you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's an attitude. So that drives you crazy. Yesterday, to show you how stupid I get and how enraged I get, uh, we got behind a truck, a commercial vehicle. A big rig? Yeah, no, no, something like that. But it was like for some company. I don't even remember what. But it had one of those bumper stickers on the back that said, uh, how's my driving? Comment comment or or uh, compliment. And then they said, call 1-800-BUBBLE. Right. So I said to my wife, I'm going to call them. Why? I'm, was he doing something wrong? No, I'm going to call these people and tell them that this driver in front of me is going really slow. Well, that's what I mean. He was doing something wrong. No, he, <clears throat> we were in the, we were oh, in the backup. Oh, I see. Yeah, but I wanted to blame somebody. <laughs> so, it's the mentality that you were talking about where people are honking, and I can't, I have nowhere to go. I can't go faster yeah. than the cars in front of me. What's the matter with you? Stupid. People. Oh, it's been frustrating. Oh, it was very bewildering. Uh, and then I'm talking to some guy down in Portland. He's saying, I'll tell you something, this Portland traffic is uh, is the worst ever. I, I think it's gotten a lot worse in the last five years. I said, hey, you take your little Volkswagen up here, mister, and I'll show you crappy traffic, okay? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's gotten worse. They, I'm uh, moving. I'm moving. We're they, going out into the woods. Well, there's going to be traffic there, too, eventually. Yeah, uh, there was nice. a recent study that was done uh, from a company that I'm not going to name because they didn't hire me for a job I applied for last year. But anyway, they did a study about Seattle traffic and says it's grown 22% this summer compared to the same time last year ago. Last, I mean, huge, the same time a year ago, last that's huge. year. That is huge. Yeah. That is huge. Now I know they do all these. Which is above the national level. The average increase is about 8%. We shot up to 22%. Way to go! Where the yes. hell is everybody going? Let's get to number one. We're they not were, very far. I, we were number one this weekend. I don't care where They you're. weren't going to Seafair, though, because you saw the report on the Seafair yeah. numbers were down. So yeah. I don't know where all these people are going. 
Well, Maybe they're going to the woods. Well, I have a relationship with Seafair, and I like those people, and I was, you know, like got to. But however, I just think, and, and it's, I don't think it was anything to do with the Blue Angels. I just think, um, and they, there was an article in the in the paper a couple of weeks ago about it. I think the prices are too high. Well, you, don't you think though that part of it too is just the hassle of going there? To, oh yeah. Any any event is just a hassle for me. I just want to cry if I have to go to an well, event. Well, that's the way I'm I, not looking forward to it. I, I I'm I'm crazy about the Seahawks. Yes, I love the Seahawks. Yeah, but I just I'd rather not go and get in the traffic. And then you've got to deal with parking. Now, if I had easy access to the Sounder train, for example, or something like that, where I could just get on board and go on down. If I could drive right up to my seat is really basically the Not to the parking lot, but to your actual seat. (laughs) (laughs) That's what would make it worthwhile for me. Yeah, so I'm just... When you watch the game at home, you see many different angles. You see the players up much closer than you do when you're in the stands. And you have HD now, so it looks real. you You can stop and go do your business if you need to you can mm-hmm. go grab another uh you know ipa out of the refrigerator or whatever get a butterhorn or two yeah and i know not- that's what i'm saying i don't like to leave my house i'm i every once in a while i get concerned that that means something horrible that i'm turning into something and it's Spinster. like no i don't care i like being at home i don't want to yeah go do I, yeah i have oh, all yeah, the comforts i guess you and i are on the same page with that for i sure. can shop from home i've been ordering stuff from amazon like nuts this last week and the the, the uh fedex lady came up and automotive I said, products just all sorts of stuff like i didn't want to go out and get rose spray for my roses went on amazon prime member free shipping comes the next day I saved myself how much time from driving down to the Rite Aid for it. You can order anything on Amazon, and it comes the next day. Well, that Amazon store is an amazing one for sure. And I, I heard some interview with Jeff Bezos who said, that we, well, they really, we didn't really have this all figured out when we started well, doing Well, they started it. with books. We started with yeah. books, yeah. And I, was, I remember ordering one of the first books on yeah. Amazon. Loved it. And it is not killing the love of reading in this country. It, it might be killing off some bookstores but it shouldn't be thinking that the end is near nobody's going to read anything anymore and now that he has bought the washington post that's going to be interesting to watch what what happens with that yeah sure well um on to other things i know that you uh this podcast uh finally has happened now but we had a delay in getting back to business Mm -hmm. because of personal uh tragedy well, I don't know if the word tragedy might apply to someone who lived to be a hundred, but yeah. but it's still it's still sad and and uh, and I'm lucky enough I got to meet this man. Uh, you he was your uncle Andy. My uncle Andy, yeah. Was he just a hundred? Yeah, he was a hundred years old. So he must have been about to be a hundred when I met him. And you and, know, and he had this beautiful. I remember he had this beautiful, almost. Um, otherworldly looking face at least the day i saw him it just looked he, pe- he looked like a peaceful yeah he's always had a smile guy. and he's always had a twinkle in his eye just one of the kindest <clears throat> men i've i've ever known uh married my aunt uh he's my uncle by by marriage um married my aunt uh just to now one would think your aunt 10 was, years ago. would be close to being a she's 35 yeah no, I'm kidding. But, but she is was substantial. She's almost seventy. I or yeah. she is seventy. So that's, that's a pretty May December <laughs> thing. But um, yeah, so they got married uh, in 2002. We knew, you know, being a hundred, we knew his last. He didn't retire from work until he was eighty. 
Can you imagine? Are you going to work till you're 80? Well, if I do... Are uh, you almost 80 now? Almost. But if I do, I figure, well, that's it. I'm, I I only got four years left because I'm never making oh, that's it to right. 84, remember? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um, my Uncle Andy had 13 grandchildren and 11 great-grandchildren. And uh, everybody loved him, and and it was still difficult. It was it was still difficult. So the the funeral uh, happened last week. What did um, he die of? Just just kind of just drifted away. Yeah, my aunt called me very early on Wednesday morning, and I somehow knew. Isn't it very odd when a phone? I mean, my aunt calls me all, all the time, mm-hmm. and there was just something about that call at seven in the morning. And I looked and I went, I knew, I know, I know, yeah. I know, yeah. I know what she's calling about. And it was in the middle of the night. She would check on him quite frequently just to make sure he was okay. Did he have any uh, obvious uh, heart failure? Uh, you know, like, uh, what would he was a hundred congestive heart failure? He was a hundred. Yeah. He died of being a hundred. Yeah. Okay. So, you know. Um, but I mean, it was a peaceful passing. It wasn't yeah. like a, no, Peaches. That's the way I, I want mean, to go. I mean, the best way they say, I, I don't know. Out, I would love to go out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> I'm going to be going out yelling, I know. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but no, he passed away. Why me? <laughs> Just... You're 100. <laughs> oh, yeah. Forgot um, that. So, yeah, you know, sad. Uh, my aunt, uh, bless her heart, knows, knew, um, he's the love of her life and and That's so i think great. most of my um my difficulties come from knowing she's now gone uh, separated from him but uh the so i went to the funeral um and there were a couple things it, it, there his his casket was one of those where they actually lower the casket with that little what's that thing yeah. he called yeah, what is yeah, that thing? A, well, it looks like a crank. Yeah. yeah. So they bring the tra- the the casket out, and you all go around, and well, in most that's of the funerals just a really that got to me. Most of the graveside stuff I've been to, you, uh, you know, the casket has been delivered there by the pallbearers, right. and then the final mm-hmm. words are said, and then everybody departs, and then after everybody drives away, that's when they lower it into the ground. And yeah, no. But they actually did that while you were there. That was disturbing. Kind of is. It really kind of a finality about it. There are a couple other things that were very disturbing to me. And I'm sure if I have any family members listening to this, I apologize ahead of time, but I'm just, it annoyed me. It annoyed me. Before you get into it, uh, you're. Was this entire service at the gravesite? No. So the the uh, was it a church service? Yes. Well, no. It was at the at the memorial. place it was at the at the what do you call that place the cemetery oh what do you call it uh the, the memorial park boneyard uh, the memorial park you well, know and then they have well, a chapel it, in there and yeah it's like acacia or uh, yeah places like that yeah, it's not a place where kids go to sunday school it's a memorial well before you get into your thing i went to a <laughs> funeral not too long ago I don't mean to jump ahead, but I, right. but this is the, we're, you're going to talk about what annoys you at funerals, okay? And, and what it seems inappropriate. Well, what it, okay. I go to this this thing at uh, it was Evergreen Washelli, I think it was. You ever heard of that one? Of what? That's the name of the the oh the I don't know what we would call them planters, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Evergreen Washelli is this huge 
cemetery right. down okay. Highway 99 there and they near like, the zoo. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and so they played um, a little memorial video of mm-hmm. which is which is good. Yeah, they did but, that with. But they had their their little logo up the whole time. Oh, really? Yeah, and then there was a blatant plug at the end of it for uh, you, you know, that we would be glad to create these sort of videos for you, get in touch with us. Yeah, uh, see, you know. that yeah. is really That's, annoying. That commercialism part Leave of it. Leave it out. How tasteless was it's that? Very tasteless. Yeah. yeah, that is very annoying. Yeah. So that, then I'm going to just jump to that. I was going to save that part. Uh, Did you see some of that too? Well, I don't know. If you, if you call the pastor telling everybody over and over and over how important it is for you to embrace Jesus and have Jesus in your life, then, yeah, to me, that's a commercial. I'm not there for you to tell me I almost, I was so mad. And it wasn't just a brief mention. Fine. Throw it out there. I get that. And yes, Andy was a very religious man. My aunt firmly believes that that he's there and all that. And yes, if you believe that, great. I don't mind that. What I minded was that this pastor took the opportunity inappropriately to, yes, to basically try to sell those of us who, who knows who they were in in that congregation but he over and over and I wanted to stand up and go enough about this get back to my uncle this gathering is about my uncle and about his life and I I was really furious with it Uh, really furious not furious but just annoyed and I I mentioned it during the break to uh, my niece and I said, yeah, just a, a lot of uh, Jesus pushing here, huh? And she goes, I know, my gosh. And she said, even my mom was commenting on, okay, enough already. So that was very annoying. And yeah. I almost wrote a letter. I almost wrote an email to the pastor just to say, you know, I know that you've been friends with my aunt and uncle for many, many, many years. And I wish you had focused more on Andy. Not that he didn't focus on him, but I said, you... The departures you made, the numerous departures you made to plead your case on what we should believe or not believe, inappropriate. Not the time to do it. Save it for the people who come to your church and come to your sermon. Well, he's always looking for new customers. I know he is. And that's what annoyed me. Do you think I should write him a letter? Yes. I told my I do. aunt. Um, I don't, not that it might change his, his approach, but uh, but he, he should know. There, hey, hey, guess what? Everything you do... Uh, doesn't come uh, doesn't is doesn't isn't viewed or heard the same way by everybody. Which is fine. I don't. That's not what I had a problem with. It's that the the setting he chose to do it in to me seemed. You really are you serious? We're here for Andy. This well, is not a time to teach us any. Don't teach us about any religion. No, well, here. I, but I mean, I think that happened in in his defense. Of course, I didn't hear it, but but that Andy, as you said, was a religious yes. person. So uh, I think uh, the pastor said, probably said, "Well, this is what Andy would want. He would want uh, he, being a believer himself, would probably want me to embrace uh, this congregation, many of which are not believers, and see if we can." Bring them into the fold so they can join Andy in heaven someday. Now, see, that would have been a great way to put it. 
and leave it at that. No, he didn't put it that way. He was proselytizing. He really was. It was a commercial, and he did it several times. And I kept thinking, are you kidding me? You're back to this again? You know, it was more of a, so you better embrace Jesus or else. That was kind of the thing. And I just, it really just, just got under my skin. The only one who could ever reach me was the son of a preacher man. Well, I, I, I get that. But did it, did it, did at any point, did you think, I'm getting up and walking out of here? I, did that no, cross your mind? No, because what crossed my mind was standing up and saying, that's wonderful. Thank you for the message. Can we get back to my uncle, please? This is about him. How would your aunt have felt about that? I don't know, but I did mention her. I, was, I didn't want to. I didn't want to say anything to her. But we got on the phone. I've been talking to her almost every day, and and she said, "Yeah, wasn't that a great service?" I said, "Yeah." I said, "You know everything about the video and her." I said, "But you know that just that tiny thing about the pastor." I mean, it kind of went on and on and on about making sure. We all believed in Jesus or else. She, and she, to her credit, said, yeah, I know. That was a little much. So even my aunt. Who is religious. Yes. Okay. And so you, so. you probably then are well within your bounds to offer a commentary. I don't know if I'd do it as an email. I might do Should it I as, do it in person, I'd like it in as, a costume? Maybe do it as an Instagram. You know? <laughs> <laughs> a singing telegram, maybe <laughs> something to sort of lessen. I if they it. still have those. Uh, I think they do. Uh, so then, the other thing that, that, that that's an interesting observation, though, because I saw that recently myself. Um, like I just said, with but there's that was more of com- the commercialization right. of the no, video. No, and this this place, it was a uh, Moses. I mean, Mo- not Moses. Moles. Interestingly enough, Moles. M O L E E S Cemetery up in. Um, uh, well, that's just asking for trouble. <laughs> I know. I know. So then the other thing that annoyed me, and I don't know how you feel about this. You know how I feel about children. Children being... Oh, I know you hate them. I... <laughs> you, you, you've made that abundantly clear through the years. You're an absolute, utter disdain for all things children. I was bit by a baby when I was little. So that's... <laughs> I don't like them. I don't like them around yes. me. Yes, I, I know. You can tell me I was a baby once myself, I but do. I tried to grow up so I, fast you wouldn't believe it. I think that's terrible. I do. I hate kids. I hate them. Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world. Oh, I was kidding when I said that. No, I don't, I, like I don't hate them. I love I love all the children that are in my life. I I have and I love you mean the your ones that children are all tied and, up and yeah I mean isn't that odd, isn't that odd everything is beautiful in its own way I have zero tolerance for other people's children well I don't I think it's very analogous to a barking dog or something that you know that you can't control or noisemakers not rippers. I just, I don't know. I, I don't have, anyway, anyway. So at the funeral, um, there were young children there, um, babies and toddlers. And two of the toddlers were sitting up front. And the mother thought it would be good good idea just to, since the fussy toddler was fussing, to sort of just let her off her leash and as she's running around the casket. Of course, nobody's paying attention to the preacher because the children the children are crying. and This was during the... the yes, oh, okay, and that's... it's just annoying. Don't bring your kids to the funeral. And nobody's getting up and, and walking out with the kids? Eventually they do, but I'll tell you what, that first little peep, 
you're out, gone. Absolutely. Bye bye. You and I are on the same. Get out of there. Page with that. Just so annoying. Although, Especially at a funeral. Although they were drowning out his commercial about believing in Jesus, <laughs> so that was a nice. Maybe the kids were understanding what he was saying and they were objecting. I don't know. In their but little it, way, it does bring up. A, I mean, it's just it was distracting. So it's not just the funerals that those kids shouldn't be coming to. Um, but what about kids like you know six to eight? who aren't running around causing a problem. What do you think about bringing kids to funerals? I don't, I'm not really sure where I stand well, on it. As well, long as they're quiet, let them come. Well, if I was uh, a preacher or a minister or a priest... Which you almost were. I almost became one. I know I could did. imagine myself in this situ- a situation like this. And so, we come to say goodbye to our dear friend here in God's house and say... Pardon me, ladies and gentlemen. Shut up! Where was I? Oh yes, here in God's house. So you would rule. You would rule your yeah your house of well, worship with an iron it. fist. That's obviously exaggerated, but I would say I would say good. Excuse me. Uh, yes. Would you mind? Get having... the hell out. Well, maybe you shouldn't say hell if yeah. it's during and a sermon. Especially if, like you, if you don't necessarily believe in heaven, you can't say hell. Yes, you can. I say it all the time. <laughs> so, would you please have the children? Uh, Take, take them out, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, I just, I'm so angry about it. It's just to me. It just seems like really. Are you are you kidding me? Maybe they're so used to that that it doesn't. I think there's a measure of that. Yeah, and they're doesn't little, have occur to them that this is inappropriate. Their little precious ones are are so precious that they lose all objectivity and perspective on how this might feel to somebody else. I think that happens. Yeah. So. Overall, Mrs. Mrs. Hitler probably just thought he was a deer. He might have been to his mom. Yeah. He might not have ever fussed. Hey, Mom, here's what I'm thinking of doing someday. Anyway, I just... Well, I don't know if you should do that, Adolf. (laughs) I think that might be going, you're such a precocious child. Why don't you stick to painting, honey? (laughs) I also learned how to do my old lady from you, too. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to say I love you, Uncle Andy. Andrew Campbell Smith, born April 6, 1913. Wow. Passed away July 20th, uh, July 30th, 2013. So, 100 years old. Fairy tales can come true. It can happen to you. If you're young at heart. For it's hard you will find to be narrow of mind If you're young at heart That's pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, this is a, kind of obvious, but when he was born, you wouldn't have heard no, that airplane I know. where you can vaguely hear yeah, in the background. I can, I, I can remember um, he was very lucid uh, up until probably his last very last year he didn't talk much that's what we were going to talk about he didn't talk much so i didn't know any anything about his old man voice but he would tell the most amazing stories about growing up in the 20s and um oh it was fascinating fascinating the things the changes he saw in his lifetime yeah. it's just the start in one life yeah i mean if you were born in i don't know 1320 and you lived until the 14 
1400. <laughs> things there, things yeah. didn't change much. No, not yeah, you, at all. You got out, you shoveled hay, and there was a wagon. and you. Well, there, I don't think there was a wagon in 1320. Well, it probably was. I'm not sure but, the wheel was even invented then. But uh, but it, so, but so the breadth of change, well, it's, it's going at an exponential rate, obviously, now. I mean, uh, just, just the... the you know the the phones we carry around are obsolete almost before we buy them now. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. no, you got to get the new one. Oh wait, the new one's now the old one. Better get the newer new one. All right, Crazy. I know we have to wrap up, but we have uh, we want to thank um, our listener uh, listener support and also I noticed on the calendar uh, August fifteenth is the assumption of because you know, I when I'm doing some prep for this podcast, yes. I look at the calendar just to see if there's anything interesting coming up. August fifteenth. Is on my calendar. It says the Assumption of the Virgin Mary oh, yes. Day. Yeah. What am I supposed to do for that? Well, how do you how you do you probably mark? Wouldn't do anything, but it, it's it, there. Are... I like the word assumption there. I think that's. Yeah. Well, I assumed you knew what that feast was about, but it's a feast. Then I am in. <laughs> well, they, in. they call it that. Well, yeah, but I, I don't know if they call it a feast. There are. Isn't that shouldn't that be consumption? Isn't the, assumption the feast would be feast is a celebration that can include food but it isn't necessarily all about food it's celebration uh the assumption this is the deal with mary when she and what is her deal at the end of her mortal life uh nobody had a funeral uh where they put her in the ground or anything her she was bo- or had a video of she her was life. taken bodily up at the end of her life like her flesh and bone too yeah, her body and soul it is the believers of the assumption got sucked be- up into the heavens. That, 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 that she, they, she went straight up, like and, in a pneumatic tube, or yeah. was it uh, a big it's Hoover? A little murky. Well, you've heard of the ascension. I know. I don't that, know any of this stuff. I come to you for all of my religious training because I really know nothing. This is where it gets really, really hard to believe these things. The okay. ascension was that after Jesus rose from the dead. I think he hung around for another 40 days, and then he ascended straight into heaven. These are these are memories okay. I have as a grade school kid. All right. So it's like it's like a reverse uh, parachute jump, okay. except he goes straight up. Okay. So we're, what, what about Mary? How did well, we get on Jesus? It's something similar to that, I think, where she, she goes bodily, is taken straight up into Oh, heaven. on that day? Why is it called assumption, then? Why wouldn't it be called a, ascension? Um, or the reverse parachute day of the Virgin Mary. Well, uh, the assumption thing is it's a good question, but I think her body uh, is assumed to be so perfect, or, and she's oh, so perfect yeah. that she just now ah, you can skip the middleman and the funeral and all that stuff. Come on up, straight up here. Wow, that's a good. I mean, guess. that's that's just <clears throat> that's I'm, some clout right there. Probably, so what are we supposed to do? Eat? But what do we do on that day? Well, it's it, jump it, around. In the Catholic faith, it's called a holy day of obligation and so what if you do isn't nothing, every day the day of obligation in the well Catholic there are faith? a handful of days that uh, at least when i was a kid the, the the drill was that if you did not go to church yeah first of all you have to go every sunday right and if you don't that's a mortal sin right i don't know if it's still a mortal sin or not uh, in any case, I'm doomed if it is. So, is there a difference, like mortal sin and eternal sin? Are there two no, different things? Mortal sin is the worst sin. Oh, venial sins are things like oh. you know scratching yourself where you're not supposed to scratch. Your, I, I don't know. You know, they're a little. 
That's a sin. Shoplifting. If it itches for crying out loud. No, it's Jesus. I'm just saying there are, there are the relatively pedestrian things that, okay. that we do. Okay, All right. so that's that. Now, now, just one more thing. The, this, the assumption is not the same thing as the Immaculate Conception. Oh, I which know. Which is another holy day of obligation. I know. I get that. Now, what do you think the Immaculate Conception is about? Because I think most people are misinformed if they even know what it is. This the day sure. she peed on the one-step stick test and went, huh, how did this happen? <laughs> right? That is really genius. Is that right? <laughs> no, but oh. I like the way you put it. That's pretty dang good. <laughs> no, it, it, it's confused sometimes than, with the virgin birth of Jesus. Uh, no, no, we. I think we all understand the conception, the yeah, word conception. It, it, the, the Immaculate Conception is from the moment that Mary... That's what I was mean. Conceived. Now, it wasn't oh, her. when she was conceived. Yeah. So she was immaculate and, too. And so she kept her virginity. She was kept free of original sin from from the moment she was born forward. Well, Whereas you and me are born with original sin. That's why we get baptized because original sin has to do with what Adam and Eve did back in Eden. And so now we we are all we're all culpable now because of those two jerks. Okay. So back to my original question. Yeah. Are we supposed to eat on the assumption of Mary Virgin Mary Day? What do we do? Uh, some days are fast days. You're supposed to fast. <laughs> okay. But I, I don't know. Well, don't I'm know. hoping because it you, rhymes you, with you, consumption. It means we, we these, eat these cake These questions or something. are coming at me too fast. All right. I, I don't know that much. But, but anyway, we want to thank our listeners, uh, some of whom, and there's no obligation, of course, to this not a, a holy podcast of obligation to do this, but some people... <laughs> Uh, so, uh, say that they kind of like this stuff that we, you know, throw around, and we'll even send us uh, some funding, some, some contributions, which, which really does help because it, we yeah. have, we have a website, and uh, I know Lisa, you we you have, have various expenses with this. We have costs podcast. to maintain, which is it's fine there, but it's just nice that if if you want to make a contribution, we love it. Thank you. Anything you want, just buy us a cup of coffee if you like what you're hearing and. Um, so yeah, we wanted to say thanks to some of those folks. Yeah, I've got some names in front of me, and you can say. But, but well, but, I don't have the list in front of me. Oh, you don't? Because okay. you lost your list. Yeah, I got it right here. Yeah, you go for okay, it. Okay, let me let me thank them. Uh, no particular order. Uh, this might be alphabetical. No, it's not. It's okay. not. Pete Adler. Yeah, from and where is he from? He's from Lakewood. Uh, my Lake- daughter's living down in Lakewood now, Pete. Lakewood, Washington. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Heather Gibson. She's from down in Auburn. Love that town. They've mm-hmm. got a great, I can't remember the name of it. The date is at the Sunrise Cafe or Day Rise. Something. They've got the greatest breakfast. They have the lots of good eats down there. Maureen Lockhart from Kirkland uh, sent a contribution. Yeah. Thank you, Maureen. Well, we will lock your heart in ours forever. <laughs> Marsha Gay in Seattle sent us a contribution. Uh, I know a woman named... Um, that's her name wasn't Marsha Gay, but Marsha, Marsha. But I I was supposed to go to this event and I didn't. I never met her before, and so they say. So I said yes. Is, uh, let's just say her name was Dolores. Uh, yes. You always use that name whenever you're <clears throat> telling a story and you just want to make up. You always. I know this about you after working with you so long. If it's a guy, it's Larry. If God, it's a right. if it's a woman, it's Dolores. <laughs> and if it's and if it's a, if I have to come up with a quick last name for Larry, it's Larry Swenson. <laughs> You're right. I don't know why I, know. I do that. Or Jenkins. They're good defaults. I guess. 
Um, so Dolores. Let's say Dolores came. So I don't know. They said, is Dolores here? And she said, yes, she's standing out there with those other two women. So I went over to them and I said, yes, uh, is, is one of you gay? Well, that was her first name. Gay. That's right. Her first name was Gay. Yeah. And uh, that was a good icebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, having nothing to do with that, thanks again to Marsha Gay. And Lisa Rawas, I hope I'm saying the name right. It's R-A-W-A-S. Mm-hmm. Rawas of Bellevue. Very generous contribution. And certainly that from Jay Fulcher. Yeah. In Snohomish. Home of the Panthers. That's right. That's right. Thanks, Thank Jay. Thank you, Jay. And uh, Matthew Rodow of Washington, D.C. Yeah. Yes, Washington, D.C. Matthew Rodow? Yeah. I believe he's a state senator. Yeah, thanks. So uh, go to our website at peculiarpodcast.com. Uh, you can also leave comments uh, on the episodes that you hear. Send us an email if you like, at, uh, comments at peculiarpodcast.com. And also like us on Facebook. Yes. And... Uh, Thanks for hanging out today, Lisa. Yeah, thanks, Pat. We should do this again next week. Okay, let's do it. All right. Now here is the best part. You have a head start if you are amongst the very young. At home. Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. 